Hello, Millennium Live listeners. It's great to be back for another Millennium Live podcast series. And we have a great episode today because we are measuring the success of customer service investments. That's right. We have a retail episode and I am so excited to introduce today's guests. We have Shannon Flanagan. She is the vice president and general manager of retail and consumer goods at TalkDesk. And listen, Shannon's been a, a retailer since college. She's sat in plenty of seats that have allowed her to experience the multifaceted aspects of the industry. She's been in stores, a buyer, a merchant, a consultant, a sales executive, a strategist. She's been an executive with Gap, Land's End, and Macy's, really defining and managing strategic initiatives with uh, with experience in omni-channel transformation and currently leading the talk desk industry team for retail it's it's quite obvious shannon's passionate about delivering exceptional customer service and customer experiences and really how to develop an operational model to make that to make that happen and retail is never boring and she loves it, and that's why she's on Millennium Live today. Shannon, welcome to the podcast. It's really great to have you here. Oh, well, I'm excited to be here, but what an intro. You make me feel very old in all of my experiences. <laughs> You're wise. That's what it is. And and I mentioned you are at TalkDesk, and that's great. I, I want to get into that as well. I talk desk for a, l- a little brief about with for our audience here. It's uh, They're helping enterprises deliver modern customer service their way. They're leveraging AI and automation to really drive those exceptional outcomes for their customers and really overall improve that bottom line. So that's where I want to start with you, Shannon. And uh, really, it's really to dive into it, how should brands go about maximizing the operational and financial impact of 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 their customer experience, the CX transformation that we're talking about? Well, the first thing they need to acknowledge is the strategic importance of the contact center during COVID and coming out of it and the change into more digital transactions, which means directly more contact to a contact center. Um, Contact centers became once again important and on the um, roadmap for retailers to invest in, knowing that service is one of the number one differentiators. And when I first got into the job, there was so much discussion around cost reduction as the number one driver for investments. Um, But in our latest research report coming out um, at the end of last year, it was music to my ears, or I guess great to see that retailers have now pivoted and they understand that um, the contact center can actually be a growth channel with um, the investment being driven. 53% of retailers said they're investing there for the opportunity to grow um, as well as improve um, the brand connections and understanding how much loyalty is driven through service. So that's step number one. Um, Step number two is the importance now on the employee experience. Uh, I think we all are aware of the labor shortages and the number one barrier um, to delivering stellar service that we also found in this research report is the employee experience. 
So one, understanding that first contact resolution is the number one driver of service loyalty or loyalty in the service space, agents being um, able to go above and beyond is number two. That translates into then what are the tools um, and how are you creating the conditions for your agents to do all those things? So for me, before we even go into, and we'll talk about here in a second, um, how we think about the value quadrants, you first have to understand that it's strategically important as a growth channel, the contact center is, and your focus on how you're creating not just an amazing customer experience, but also an employee one. So let mm -hmm. me pivot to talk about how we think about it at TalkDesk. Uh, we have four value quadrants that um, we work with are either prospects and our customers to really understand how to drive the value. And that's across four different ones. That's business growth, that's customer experience, it's operational efficiency, and it's workforce effectiveness. The four of those things coming together, understanding some are more around external pressure, some are more around internal um, are important. What we find is everybody wants them to be equally important, and that becomes really hard to make happen. Um, but we do then look at these different metrics, um, like a first contact resolution improvement that we know is going to drive a better customer experience. Hmm. Well said. Thank you, Shannon. I mean, that's there's a lot that can go into the transformation. So perhaps what outcomes uh, can brands expect from a a CX transformation. And I'm sure you have plenty of examples that I'm sure you can share from your experience. Yeah, well, stating the obvious, um, creating the conditions for agents to be delivering great service and delivering then that great customer experience in the contact center has a direct impact on customer satisfaction, net promoter score, loyalty, and ultimately revenue. So there are a lot of traditional KPIs as well as extended KPIs that are more specific to retail that we look at. We've got increased um, self-service rates. We have increased CLV. So we have one um, organization that saw a 74% increase in revenue growth as a result of um, implementing new things. We see resource optimization, um, the interaction costs going down, average handle time improving, and we're seeing um, um, double-digit reductions anywhere from 10 to percent all the way up to you know the the low 80s across these different metrics. So when we think about those value quadrants of business growth, customer experience, um, operational efficiency, and workforce effectiveness, um, there are a, a, a endless amount really of of opportunities to drive that. Then how we think about it in retail, because we double click to say, yeah, those are traditional contact center KPIs. But then what we have within retail is we're really focused in on that driving the loyalty with a, with revenue through revenue and customer experience, and then the reduction of costs through creating better agent experiences and operational efficiencies. So some of the metrics that we now are interacting with, with brands on to better understand is um, the growth in a contact center channel, how are you measuring that? Are you looking at that like as another ch um, channel of interaction? What does average order values look like? Um, revenue by agents, um, cross-selling and upselling. Um, from the customer experience, there's you know loyalty um, measurement we can do. There's CSAT we already do today, most brands do, but how is it driving customer lifetime value and customer retention? Uh, and so you know on the cost side, it's really looking at the capex, opex, really the tech stack, you know um, uh, reconciliation to make it much simpler, and the focus in on AI as a means to really drive um, better self-service 
both for the customer and the agents. And I know we're going to talk, or I'm going to talk a little bit more about AI with one of the questions I think you might ask me here in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we will, because I, I know TalkDesk is really driving that exceptional business outcomes, especially with those the AI power con cloud contact center platform. And uh, which leads me to the, my next question, Shannon, is really is how does TalkDesk help brands envision, quantify, and deliver the potential of a CX transformation? Yeah, when I joined, one of the things that I was most um, excited about, and especially in terms of um, demonstrating the partnership we have, that we're just not a technology provider, but we're also a partner to really grow your business, is a group that we have that's called Value Consulting. And I mentioned it for a quick second before, but this is an organization that partners both in from a pre-sales perspective, so working with brands as we're moving through the, the process of you know them determining, hopefully, that they're going to come with us. Um, so we we do that. And then we also do it with our, our current customers. And um, what we first start doing is a CX maturity consultation. So we have a bunch of different dimensions, which I'll probably look at my cheat sheet to, to remember because there's so many of them. But it's really trying to then understand where they are today, um, where they should get started, and what does it look like over the next 12 to 18 months. Um, and it helps us understand then how much change needs to be happening both with, with us in terms of the products that make sense for them to lead with, but also internally for them really focused in on what are those desired outcomes. And so we have a lot of conversations around then what are the most important KPIs that you need to tackle. Um, so when we think about um, the dimensions of CX maturity, we think about the philosophy, right? Is the contact center important? Um, you know, and a lot of retailers back in the day or for a long time, it was one line item, maybe buried, right? And a lot of them saw it as a cost center. So one, we want to make sure that we, we want to understand where it sits. We want to understand how you think about quality management with your teams, um, feedback from the customer, how much knowledge management are you providing your agents? Um, how are you managing your resources with workforce management? I mean, COVID blew a lot of these things up, right? Work from home and people aren't in contact, you know, in contact centers a lot. It's shocking, maybe not. We know a lot of inventory is still playing in Excel spreadsheets, but a lot of retailers are still planning um, schedules within Excel um, worksheets. What, what does your tech platform look like? And then last but not least, are you really delivering that great personalized one-to-one -one, um, conversational um, interactions with your customer? So that's step one. Um, once we understand current state and desired state, um, we then say, hey, we want a bunch of your data, as much data as we can get. So we have data sheets that we tr um, track the typical contact center KPIs like average hold time, abandonment rate, and then because we are retail um, experts and we want to drive to knowing that, as I mentioned before, there are additional KPIs that are relevant to retail that make not make sense for healthcare, is that we actually go, double click into then revenue metrics um, as much as we can get those um, reasons for inquiries, what channels are they using today, what channels do they want to go to um, go forward, so that then we can um, absolutely help build then that ROI, that business case to say, uh, you know, your total cost of ownership is going to look like this, you can expect this benefit in year one, two, three, 
Because last but not least, we look at all of the products within our product portfolio, and we have tied specific KPIs that we know drive value out of those products. So then it helps us understand and support our customers on how do you phase in then the capabilities to get you to that you know desired future state. Shannon, listen. Many brands record their customer calls, and uh, but what really, what more can they do to be leveraging the insights from their contact center? Uh, this was one of the things that was most illuminating to me when I when I came into the gig and saw where there were so many opportunities because we do believe it's a goldmine of untapped data that exists in the contact center. Um, and there's little to no recognition that there is so much more. Um, obviously, there's some data that gets collected around things that happen within the contact center. But it is a real-time voice of the customer that you can look into. Um, coming out of our research report, it was very surprising to see how little is being collected. So feedback being at the highest, around 57%, but, but largely only around in the 50s for the why people are inquiring about a product, what the interactions were like over the phone, purchase history, um, interactions over social, SMS. But the one area that they were capturing the least amount of data is around sentiment, and that was only at 21%. Before we go into how we can better leverage sentiment analysis and the outcomes it can drive um, for the organization, there is this huge opportunity, too, to take all of this data um, with something like a tool we have called CX Sensors that can alert you real-time to potentially issues with products that are being returned or um, or having flaws. And you can get that information back in to your broader organization, like your buying teams, your design teams, sourcing teams, logistics teams, if they're shipping issues. Um, and that's those are great examples of how you can leverage AI to actually drive value um, and, and insights, not just within the contact center, but for the broader organization. Right, and that's exactly where I wanna go with this is, um... You know, how does TalkDesk allow for that capture of, of real-time customer sentiment? And how is this information really being utilized to drive improvements in the customer experience? Yeah, so understanding sentiment, intent, um, intent has been previously incredibly time-consuming to the point that, as we see, only 21% <laughs> are looking at it. And even then, it was a small sample size. So we didn't have a complete view of what the customer's concerns are, needs, wants. Um, and an agent would be walking into a phone call, too, with no, no visibility. Um, and an, um, a manager didn't have the opportunity to really understand what was happening on those customer calls. So without that solid foundation, um, we ended up as organizations making not optimized and sometimes poor decisions around um, what experiences customers were really having. I don't know about you, even in my new job, I, I feel like it's heresy. I don't do the feedback um, um, scores at the end, right? And they say, hold on, press two if you want to do it. So um, we do lack a lot of insights using the traditional methods we have today. So what does that mean to talk desk? Um, we have one of my favorite tools called CX Analytics, um, Interaction Analytics, and it's an AI-powered speech and text tool that captures and transcribes every interaction across all channels. So it'll surface key conversational moments, topics, intents. We talked about sentiment, that, that's the key word here, um, that then empower the organization to take that next best action. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to create um, more pleasant, um, faster, um, and frictionless experiences for our customers. So 
Um, you asked, what is intera interaction analytics? What are the top features? So number one, sentiment. So this is about understanding how customers are feeling. We analyze their tone and the keywords during the conversations. Then there's topic and intent detection. So we apply these AI intent models to the interaction data, leveraging, we have a tool called AI Trainer to automatically detect customer needs, um, which then enables agents to be coming into a call with a lot better information. And again, as we said, for managers to better help and support um, agents in resolving issues. And so through that, then we have these dashboards, really cool ones with bubbles and things like that, so that you can see um, what's happening with that sentiment, the intent monitoring, and those trending topics. So again, we're getting this real-time voice of the customer data that we can react to and apply AI on that to make much better decisions. This has been such a, a fun and insightful chat, Shannon. I mean, I, I love listening to you and, and hearing all about TalkDesk and the way we're improving the customer experience. So I like to, to end the podcast on a note of the future and perhaps even if it's the short-term future. So, you know, as we're moving into the second half of the year, you know, what should retailers really be focused on in, in their contact centers? and to really improve that cuts the customer experience journey? Well, I'd say the future is now. Um, you know, AI has been a buzzword, has been out there for a long time. Um, I've off, I even said to our organization internally once, it's almost like a dirty word though, with a lot of retail mm -hmm. brands that had so many poor experiences with chatbots. We as consumers can, can attest to that um, <laughs> more than anybody else maybe. But you know, with chat GPT emerging and generative models happening, the time is now. Um, and there's so much more than just those. But um, in today's customer service world, giving staff the better, you know, better productivity tools is imperative. Um, and so what I would say is this back half, what AI capabilities um, are you using today or you can extend? We focus it around this notion of jobs to be done um, that then help the tools. And, and we actually do similar to how we do this value consulting. We actually do AI rapid assessments to say, based on what you're where, where you're struggling today, the jobs you need to get done, the KPIs you need to drive, how do you stair-step yourself into these ways to unlock value right away? So our three jobs, as we think about it, is how do you enable better self-service? That's what customers want. Um, it's even what agents want, right? How are they getting more information without having to go outside um, their, their core places? We want to identify those customer issues, what we were just talking about with interaction analytics. And at the end of the day, we want to make sure agents can solve these quickly. So, you know, when we think about the things you can be doing, it's automating tasks that have little demand for human judgment, um, tasks that require low levels of empathy, and task handling high volumes of data. So in our world for retail, that is, where is my order? It's the number one reason um, customers contact a contact center. 99% um, of the time, or at least nine times out of 10, that shouldn't require an agent. So those are examples that, that we can you know, look at. And certainly we're seeing a ton of benefit with virtual agent. Um, moving in. So, you know, we do believe we're on the forefront of the AI um, revolution in the contact center. Um, and we um, had right right when Chat GPT woo, became the big thing, we were out there and we now leverage the LLMs, the large, I always have to, I have
haven't memorized it yet, the large language models. Again, this drives these better self-service capabilities. It's faster after call work because you can do that transcription, stuff that's done very manually today and usually not very thoroughly or across, you know, all interactions. Um, and it makes us faster to, to those customer inquiries. So, um, you know, I welcome you to check out what we're doing with ChatGPT. It has the opportunity and already is revolutionizing customer service. I think it's one of the fastest, easiest ways for retailers to um, leverage this new technology. So, you know, we're trying to change the game. I think we're we're demonstrating that. Um, what's fantastic to see is that that retailers are making the investment in contact centers. Um, we've got a lot of exciting um, companies we're doing business with. Um, and when we think about that second half, it's saying, yeah, what, what's in my AI toolbox today? Um, and what can I what can I improve upon, make faster, and uh, get ready for peak? Well, that just means the future is exciting. And in terms of measuring the success of customer investments, say they're making the right investment and it's it's a big part of the business. So Shannon Flanagan, I want to thank you for being part of Millennium Live, VP and GM of Retail and Consumer Goods at TalkDesk. I'd like to thank the digital marketing and digital retail audience that we have here at Millennium Alliance for your support. Thanks, awesome, guys. Awesome, Connor. It was a pleasure. It's my favorite stuff to talk about. <laughs>